Hi guys and welcome to episode 4, uh, Side Effects. So last episode we spoke a little bit about my transition and kind of what that consisted of for me um, and just different things that I kind of went through um, and I kind of talked about some of the struggles that I had throughout my transition. Let me get into like more detail about those things um, and also answer some of you guys that commented uh, questions. Um, and if you guys just continue to stay tuned, those subjects will come up and we will talk about those more in depth. Um, but with those specific questions, I definitely want to touch on kind of what my experience was and also bring on some friends that are also trans as well. That way they can kind of give you um, their perspective and how those things looked like for them. Um, the last episode, uh, I spoke a little bit about um, kind of the effects of my transition and what um, what other people had to deal with going through that and kind of how that experience was with, for them. So I have my, um, my wife here as my guest speaker um, and uh, we're just going to go over um, uh, just a few things um, about my transition and kind of um, how it looked like for her and kind of the experience that she had uh, through it all. So uh, a few things uh, that I have. One of the first uh, questions was, what was your first thought when I had mentioned um, I wanted to transition and if you had any concerns about that process? Um, I think for me, I don't know, going into it was just kind of rough because it was kind of like your coming out story to where I had asked you times before if that was something of like interest in anything like that and it was always something that was like, no, you know, I'm not really interested in that but I think it was more so of like you trying to figure it out on your own and wanting to figure that out before you just like went out and like told anyone or anything like that and so for me it was one thing that it was like news from one day to another to where it was like like a surprise yeah, almost. kind of shocked yeah, yeah. um but I mean, after that, and just like having that conversation with you and have, and being able to have discussions about it and stuff like that, it like, like I said, I feel like I understand why it was brought up like in that way and stuff like that. So I think for me, it was more of a shock than anything. Yeah. Um, and I, I could see that because I mean, it, it was something that I wasn't like super talkative about, I guess. And those are thoughts and things that I kind of, um, I guess in a sense, like thought through all those things in my head, right? And it's kind of the same thing like with, um, you know, my mom, she would ask me all the time, like, do you mm -hmm. feel like you were born in the wrong body? And at that time, my answer was always no, mm -hmm. but, like it never changed, right? So like with that, I think, I kind of, it kind of, like everybody, it wasn't just like one person or the other, like there was multiple people that were kind of like shocked by that. Um, and for me, I was like, how did you not know? And I, but like, they didn't know because I didn't ever express that. Well, that's the thing though, like people did know, but you would deny it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Like yeah. people already knew and like we got the feeling. Yeah. But it was 
denied or like shut down yeah. in a way. Yeah, and I, I think that probably just had a lot to do with like me trying to process it and also trying to like make sure that I was like that's what I really wanted. Yeah. And because I didn't have like the education or any of that, I guess during that time when I did have thoughts about it or didn't really um this wasn't something that was like super talked about, you know, and so mm -hmm. until I had people that were close to me going through those things is kind of when I felt like that was my opportunity, that was my outlet. Like I not only that but I was comfortable talking to those people about, or those people yeah. about that stuff mm -hmm. versus like having to try to reach out to a stranger. I'll yeah. let him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think that was, that was a part of it. It was just like really hard for me and, um, just trying to like figure that out. And I think I wanted to be able to figure that out and know for sure that that was, uh, you know, something I really wanted and um so I guess with that do you when I when I first came out and decided you know and to tell you that I wanted to transition did you have any like concerns about my transition or like what that was going to consist of for me or even like for you in what way just like I guess I would say like any like health concerns or anything that you thought like that I might regret the decision or that I wasn't sure about what I what I wanted because in a sense like you said I I it was always brought up but mm -hmm. I didn't really I wasn't open about speaking about yeah. it and so I think for me if I was on the other end if somebody had said that and then they told me that I'd be like is this are you sure this is what you really want yeah. like and are you gonna be okay once you do it mm -hmm. like or are you gonna have regrets or mm -hmm. they're gonna be you know things like that yeah I think that's one thing that I did I don't think health wise I really like had much concerns about I don't really feel like health-wise there would be much to be a concern about at least from like my knowledge I think it was yeah the fact that it was a shock and everything and it for me like I said it was like one day to another type of thing like this was like a very rash and sudden decision and so for me it was a like are you sure like what 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 genuinely makes you want to do this and I feel like at that time all that was really talked about between me and you about the transition was just like your looks mm -hmm. and how you looked. And so for me, I didn't want it to be like you change your looks and you, you know, the way you physically look at yourself, but then you're still not happy yeah. and you're still not, you know, okay. Cause I have heard stories, you know, like that and stuff like that. And I feel like that was my concern. I think that for me was my biggest concern was, are you, like, is this, like, an all-around decision, or is it just, like, like just, I said, like, is it a rash decision? Is it something that just, like, And is it something just based on the way yeah. that you look? Like, or yeah. is it deeper than that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for me, like, in the beginning, that was, that was my biggest thing, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's why it was such a big topic, is because that's, I was just, like, I don't look the way that I want to look. Yeah. You know? And I remember, I remember, you know, you like bringing that up and saying like, well, once, like once those changes start happening and things like that, like, are you, like you said, are you going to be happy with that? Mm -hmm. You know? And I think, um, that was like one of the main concerns, like, I feel like that everybody had like mm -hmm. you. And I remember even, 
um, you know, my stepdad saying something mm-hmm. and being like, well, once you get those changes, like, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be happy with the way that you look? Yeah. You know, and like you have this physique or this facade of who you want to mm-hmm. be in this image. And like, what if you can't get to that image? Like, yeah. even like physically, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was like the fact that I, I saw myself in a milk figure mm-hmm. and uh, like physical way. Mm-hmm. But also when I thought of like Mel, you know, like for me, the way I want to look, I want to be, I want to be more muscular. I want to be built. Yeah. And those are all goals that I'm still striving to get towards. Mm-hmm. But like, I think the concern was, is if I don't ever get there, am I going to be are okay? Are you still going to be okay? Yeah. So, um, and I think for me now, like then I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, like either way, I feel like I'd be okay, which now when I look at it, like, um, I don't feel like I'm never, like, not okay, I guess, when it comes to, like, the physical part, you know, mm-hmm. I think that there's still always going to be gender dysphoria, and I'm always going to have those days that are harder, mm-hmm. you know, when I look at myself and I picture things to be a little bit different, um, but I think, um, just knowing now that regardless, like, of, the image that I want to look like as far as like muscular and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing that's made me think about that a little bit different is just knowing that I'm in control of the results that I get, Yeah, you know, and that those, the, the, that part of the physical part is very, I'm very capable of doing it mm-hmm. and I can get there, it's but it just, yeah. it's, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. And those don't, those aren't the changes that are going to happen with, you know, testosterone or things yeah. like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yes, it's going to, like, help in building muscle and things like that. But when it came to more of the physical, I had to get deeper into what the physical was, not just, yeah. like, being built and looking nice, right? Like, mm-hmm. I had to really be, like, all the all the other male stuff, facial yeah. hair and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I guess uh, one of the other things I have on here is um, when when I started transitioning, um, there's a lot that comes with it as far as, uh, physical changes and, um, like not just the physical stuff, but it comes to like the hormones and the emotions and things like that. So how did you deal with that? And how, like, what was that experience for you? Because I know for me being through that, like, there was times that I felt like I was on a, just like a roller coaster, you yeah. know, like things were so up and down. Like I could be at like an all time high and feeling the best. And then I would just plateau mm-hmm. and I would just feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And that for me, like, I, and I talked about it on my last episode is I felt like I did everything that I possibly could to, I guess, um, like educate myself on mm-hmm. the types of things that were that were going to happen, yeah. but then once I kind of like stepped in those shoes and was experiencing, it didn't matter. It's kind of like, in a sense, like I kind of compared it to like, you're never necessarily ready to be a parent, mm-hmm. right? Like you can be financially stable and all of those things, but like being a parent is scary, and yeah. there's you just never know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So, like, in this, you know, I educated myself on some of the things that I felt like that were very important, like mm-hmm. the hormonal changes and things that mm-hmm. I would experience. And 
I need, I felt like I needed to be aware of those things. That way I could try to navigate myself in a better way. Yeah. But like once I was in those shoes and I was actually going through the motion, like it didn't matter how much I educated myself and what those things, like I was able to kind of, I guess, help myself navigate and kind of work through those things a little bit based off of other people's experience. Mm -hmm. But like, I just, you just never can be fully prepared, you know? Yeah. And so I had, like I said, there was all time highs and then there was, I would just plateau and I would just be all the way down mm -hmm. filling in the dumps. And so, yeah, I mean like, what was that experience for you and how did like, how did that change go for you? I think kind of touching back to like the concerns and stuff that kind of ties in. I think the only other concern with that was as much as you did try to educate yourself, I think it was very like basic education. I think you had the opportunity to, you had the connections mm. and you had those opportunities to be more personal and you weren't doing that. And so I feel like the education that you got was very, very basic and very like generic um, because it was so focused on like you. And as much as you did reach out to like a couple of friends and stuff like that, I feel like it could have been more well-rounded to where like, I remember even having conversations to where I would tell you, you know, like your mentality is going to change. The way you see things is going to change. The way, like, you as a person are going to hold the same values, but you will be a completely different person physically, mentally. Like, a lot of things are going to change, you know? And I feel like that was something that even you mentioned in one of your last episodes was it was just a hard thing to wrap your head around. Like, I'm still me. You know, which you are, like you, I feel like you are, you still hold your same values and you still hold your same ground, but you are completely different. Like the way you see things is different, where you stand is different. Like all those things have changed. And so I feel like once you stepped into those shoes and realized like, oh crap, <laughs> all these things are changing. For me, I feel like I already knew. So I had like a... You're more prepared. Yeah, I think, and I think I think it was like a like I ha I had already braced myself for that impact. Yeah. So I was a little more like in tune with what was happening and why it was happening. So for me, as hard as it was to see you go through that because it was really hard like seeing you go through the change of emotions and everything and like having oh, I don't want to cry. <laughs> like having like just you questioning everything and everything and it was really hard because I was seeing someone that I love like go through this immense change and in the back of my head at that time like I did still have that worry like what if we're doing all of this for absolutely nothing you know and so I think for me the hardest part of that was kind of like the denial on your end of like when I would try to be helpful and try to be like I guess resourceful in that way and try to educate you on that side for me the hardest part was like the denial of it like 
I don't know. I feel like in that way, I, I was made to feel like I didn't know what was like what I was talking about. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I think um, kind of just like touching on that a little bit. I feel like when it came to like you express that you feel like I the the resources were there and I could have like dug deeper. Yeah. And for me, I. I feel like a little bit on the opposite side of that, but I feel like that's mostly because when I would reach out to people or when I would have these conversations, I didn't always like necessarily bring them up or like tell you all of the conversations that I had or what those consisted of. So for me, it was a lot different because I did, I I mean, I I reached out to like people that were closest to me Mm -hmm. to where I could get comfortable. And then I kind of moved from along to like, people that I followed on social, on social media, media and, and things like yeah. that. And so I feel like I did reach out to like multiple resources and things mm-hmm. like that. But I think what like kind of touching on what you said was, um, I would ask questions like, what was your experience like? And for some reason, and everybody that I would reach out to, they would always tell me about, um, you know, like just to be try like try to be as educated as you can as far as like the emotion part because yeah. that was the part that was going to be the hardest. Yeah. And so I think that because people would always consistently say that to me, that's what I hyper focused on. Mm-hmm. So no matter who I was speaking to, we were still talking about that the same, same subject. Mm-hmm. And so, and for me, I think it was again. Uh, I mean, we were in a different part of like. I guess, time and uh, area of our relationship that in that particular time in our relationship, I, I was very stubborn and I was very hard headed. And so when it came to things like that, it wasn't necessarily, um, that like you were wrong or anything like that. It was just that I was just so stuck in my own little bubble that, yeah, you know, that, that was kind of hard for me and not just that, but I, again, because I was so hyper focused on, they were saying the emotions part nobody ever that I spoke to brought up anything about hey your mentality is gonna change and like this you know what I mean yeah. and even though I had you telling me that mm-hmm. and everybody that I had talked to that had transitioned didn't tell me that yeah and so because they didn't tell me that, that I was just kind of like I was just being stubborn mm-hmm. and I was just in my own head at the beginning and I feel like Also, in the beginning of the relationship, when it did come to my transition, not just with you, but, like, even family members, I talked Mm -hmm. about it on my last episode, that, in a sense, I felt like I I was very selfish. Mm -hmm. You know, I expected all of you guys to just be happy for me and use the correct pronouns and all of these things. And it wasn't until, you know, people started telling me, uh, you know, like, how they were feeling. And not just that, but also with me growing and trying to like take a step back and realize you know and not be in my own little bubble that that's kind of when I realized like it consists of way more than that yeah and I think at the beginning because it was also a bit hard I think with your family and everything it was just hard to just be I guess take the like everything that you were getting from everyone because I think like including me it wasn't like it wasn't that we weren't happy but there was a lot of concerns Mm -hmm. there was so many concerns that it kind of like overshadowed the news in a way so I feel like in that in that sense you were I don't know maybe you felt attacked or something and so that's why 
it would come off as like, why aren't you happy for me? Yeah. You know, cause you like all of our questions just came off as like criticism in a way. Yeah. And I, I, I think like with the questions and stuff like that, it was just, I guess that was hard for me to like get questioned because you guys had all these questions and I was just like, yeah, like this is what I want to do. You like, mm -hmm. it was already hard enough for me to get here to be like me telling you this is what I want to do. To try to convince them. And now you guys are mm -hmm. asking me questions. And for me, I think a little bit where that, that came from is just like getting questioned because even, you know, like when I was a teenager mm -hmm. and coming out as a lesbian or kind of going through my adulthood and you know, dating women and some of the women that I did date, they would, they would still question me. Like, mm -hmm. how do you know you're really a lesbian if you've yeah. never been with a guy, you know? And so I feel like a lot of that may have had a little bit of play in it just because mm -hmm. I remember getting questioned and during that time, um, not necessarily that I ever doubted myself, but like, at a point when you're getting questioned, it, it did make me step back and try to think like, oh yeah, this person's you right. You like you need I've, to defend I, yourself. Yeah, I've never been with a guy. Yeah. So it, they're asking that, like, is that question actually valid? Mm -hmm. Or do I just go with like the fact that I just don't, I don't like guys and that's what mm -hmm. it is. You it's know? almost like you, like you never, you just know. Like, yeah. You just, yeah. And that's what like I would try to explain, but there was like never, mm -hmm. well, how do you know? You know, it just followed with the same question yeah like you don't really know unless you try or mm -hmm. whatever and so I think that for me yeah I mean in the beginning hearing like you guys asking questions and stuff like that and as much as I know that it was coming from a good place mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where it kind of played in that part to where it was just hard for me to hear that because mm -hmm. I am the type of person that does get in my head and then I start asking myself like is this really what I want to do? And then I'm like, why am I asking myself that? I yeah. already, like, this is a decision I've already made. Like, I'm, now I'm questioning myself. So, yeah, you're question, you know? getting questions so much that it just got stuck in your head. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like where, where that that was a little hard for me. But mm -hmm. again, once I realized why those questions were coming up, and you know, they were coming from a good place, and they were just genuine concerns that anybody would have had. And I think if I was on the other side, I probably would have asked the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think the people that are close to you and that really care about you, uh, regardless of whether or not they agree with your decision, I think most people that care about you, you're still going to ask questions. Definitely. You know, like in, that, in any aspect. Because, yeah. I mean, you think about even like when you're talking to friends and mm -hmm. they're, they've, they're going through a breakup mm -hmm. and they decide to get back with their person. You're like, is, are you sure this is are what you, you sure? really yeah. what you want to do? You know, mm -hmm. those are just always questions because you genuinely care about them and you want the best for them and you're just concerned, mm -hmm. you know, not that you're against it or anything else, but I think it's just you wanting what's best for them. Yeah. Um, so I guess a bit besides like the, like emotion side of things and like the hormones in that aspect, how how was it for you to like see the physical stuff like what did that kind of consist of for you or 
because I mean we're on two different you know what I mean two different pages so like me over here I'm getting like facial hair and I'm excited you know and there was I remember that there was days that I would point that out to you and I'd be like look babe I got another hair Mm -hmm. you know and you're like oh yeah like they're coming in you know and I wouldn't get super happy about it and then there was also some days that I would I would do that and I didn't get that like same reaction Mm -hmm. you know and so yeah I mean like what what was that like for you and seeing seeing those things change and I think when it comes like rapidly too yeah I think when it came to like your beard and stuff it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't excited all the time it was just that it was so constant (laughs) and I had to be (laughs) excited all the time like every day you know what I mean yeah um but I think I think there's like goods and bads you know I think like anything it was kind of like mourning someone that like died pretty much you know like it was really hard to be kind of excited all the time when you're still like missing parts of that person and for me it was more of like I don't know like we've lived together for so long and even during the transition so it's kind of one of those things where like you don't notice until it's like so drastic that you're like wow like you know like I didn't really notice the changes until I was like wow like you're already a completely different person now yeah but I think once I like once those you know drastic points would would happen I'd always get like super sad because yeah like I do I do miss that person yeah I'm crier (laughs) (laughs) it's okay I've cried too (laughs) um like I do miss that person you know I miss like your voice and stuff like that like little things that like for me not that I'm a like looks type of person mm-hmm. you know but I do fall in love with like little characteristics of everybody and that's one of those things where like I'm never gonna hear that again again it's like like someone died mm-hmm. like I'm never gonna hear that again you know I'm never gonna like see that body type again I'm never gonna see that face again you know and so for me in that aspect it was just really hard because I felt not that I felt forced to be happy Mm -hmm. but in a way it was really upsetting for you if I wasn't yeah and so that for me was hard because I felt like you relied on me like being that support you know because realistically as much as like friends were support and everything and family was support I feel like you were the one that was there all the time yeah like I was there literally all the time and like during the worst of the worst and so for you to be feeling like all those things are happening and like all those things are coming to you and then you having those days where you know, you're filled with doubt and everything for me to be like, oh, I miss this person that you are choosing to leave, you know, I feel like for me, that was just like selfish, mm-hmm. um, which I know it's not, you know, Yeah. but it was just like really hard to see that. But I think I try to look for the like happy parts, you know, I do get excited with your beard <laughs> and Like, now that, you know, with your chest surgery and everything, and, like, when you got your hysterectomy and everything, like, those were happy moments for me. You know, those were parts where I'm, like, 
super proud that you've taken those big steps and everything and even now with going to the gym and you know trying to get that physique that you are trying to get like it's so fun to see that and to see that progress and to see that push because it is something that is extremely hard yeah yeah and I think um you know like the beginning of it like you said you were you were the person that was always there you yeah know? and so um there there were days that I was like super excited because you know I was seeing changes and then you kind of get through a, a phase like all these things happen so quickly but at the same time when you're the person going through it it's it doesn't happen quickly you know yeah for everybody else around you it's like things are changing rapidly and sometimes like when you're the person transitioning it feels that way but there's other times that you feel like you're just slowing down and you're not progressing mm -hmm. and so I would have days where you know I would wake up super excited because I would see facial hair and then I would be like kind of where my hormones and emotions would kind of plateau where I was just down in the dumps and yeah on those days you know, I was doubting myself, you mm -hmm. know, did I make the right decision or like things like that. And I think it was never that, I guess I wasn't okay. I just didn't know how to, to deal with that. You know, yeah. I didn't know how to navigate myself it was through new. that. And because mm -hmm. it was new and regardless of me trying to educate myself, like you can educate yourself, but you don't know how you're going to feel until you're injecting yourself with the hormones and you're mm -hmm. actually going through that. So I remember stabbing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I got nervous. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> the anxiety that came with that. You said I couldn't do it and you were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that, that whole part, um, you know, you, you did express to me a lot of the times that, you wanted like that you felt like you were being selfish because mm -hmm. you were having to uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> we're back <laughs> um <I'm> so scary. <laughs> that happened last time I know you but um maybe if it's not at, like the edge you know it bends quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> so i remember you you like talking about that and saying that you know that you did feel like selfish at at some sense because it was a decision that I wanted and I was so happy about it and things like that but like you said you were mourning somebody in a sense like you were losing that person yeah and for me it was very hard to understand that but it was because people around me and stuff like that they loved like you said certain things that I would do or certain traits about me and things yeah. like that. And so for me, it was hard to look at like that perspective of it because all the things that you guys like, I did not like, yes. right? Like my mm -hmm. laugh or my voice mm -hmm. or like things like that. And for me, I was like, why? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and you guys were always just like, it, you it's know, just it you. Just, yeah. yeah. And so for me, it was hard because I was just like, I don't understand. Like, those mm -hmm. are all the things that I hate about myself. So yeah. like, um, but yeah, I think, and the fact that people would always say that, like, again, I think it just had to do with my mentality and the way that I was and just being stubborn. But like, people would always say that, you know, like, mm -hmm. 
you have you people would even question me and ask me they're like you haven't heard of that like it is like mourning somebody but like you're losing somebody like and I'd be like that doesn't make sense I'm me I'm still here you're still here you know yeah. but like mm-hmm. I just I I couldn't wrap my hand my head around that until I started going through the process with mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. by my side you know what I mean and so that was kind of like I think the hardest thing for me mm-hmm. um and being stuck in that mindset, yeah. I mean, it took me a while to look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think eventually I did that because I felt like I wasn't being fair when it came to the situation. And mm-hmm. I really needed to take a step back. And as much as I wanted this, I needed to make sure that the people that were closest to me, that were there supporting me and rooting for me, um, I really needed to just be appreciative of that because they were still supporting me and they were still there for me and they were still loving me and they were still accepting me for me while I was, I, now I look at it, I was being an ass, you know, I didn't, I don't feel like I was taking those things into consideration. You were just in your world. And I just don't feel like that was, that was fair, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, it wasn't until I, I did take a step back and look at it in that sense and I also, feel like for me those were things that needed to be taken into consideration because I've had a great support system the whole the whole way through you know Mm -hmm. even though I may have felt like at times you guys weren't there or you weren't supportive like you guys never left my side and that was just a feeling and a Mm -hmm. thought but it wasn't my reality Mm -hmm. and so I felt like at some point it was important for me to 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 take all of that into consideration and to be fair. And I think once I decided to do that, at least in my perspective, I feel like things got a little bit better mm-hmm. um, with how everybody kind of started to feel about it. Yeah. I feel like it opened up a lot of doors in a sense. And also like with even like pronouns and stuff like that. I mean, you have been great like since the beginning with pronouns, but I think that also comes with part of that you have had friends that have transitioned. And so that was something for you. That was something very easy for you to just kind of, um, navigate through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you, you've had to do it before Mm -hmm. versus like my parents, you know, that was really hard for them. And, um, I mean, I don't feel like it's as hard now, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes there is mistakes, but, um, you know, with that, I would always get frustrated, and I would always get mad, and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. I think at what point that... you can't get mad because <laughs> this is your mother, and she's been calling you a she for thirty something, thirty years. something years. You yeah, know? I mean, I think part of that is also just that, like, people just want to be like, we just, oh, I just missed the word. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh shoot! <laughs> Shucky darn. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we just, we want to know that, like, we're valid, too, you know, because we are, you know, like, in in those situations, it was, it was in a way, like, oh, we're not going through the transition, so we're not valid, Yeah, you know, like, our point of view or our feelings aren't valid, and I feel like once you validate those feelings and those thoughts and all that, then, like, it can come full circle, mostly because, like, I think it would be different if you weren't wanting that much of an involvement or Mm -hmm. something or like 
if you were single, you know, or something. But the fact that like you did want such a support and you and we wanted to give you that support, it was like we also need to be allowed to feel how we feel even though we're supporting you, you yeah. know? It, it wasn't like we're not, just because we're not happy or just because something is upsetting, then that doesn't mean we're not supporting you. Like, we, how we feel shouldn't be affecting on, yeah. on you. Yeah, and I think a, a part of that too was just kind of like, um, For me, like through my growth and things that I've learned, I think a, like a part of what I've taken from that is because before, like I never realized the decisions that I made and how much it affected everybody else around me, mm -hmm. right? I think the only decision, I'd like my mom's always told me that and I've always heard that from people, you know, whatever decisions you make, they don't just affect you, they affect others around you or mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Um, but for some reason for me, the only thing that ever stuck, I guess, in that aspect was when I tried to take my own life, you know, and mm -hmm. when I saw what kind of effect that had with the people that were around me mm -hmm. and the people that saved me in that, in, in those moments to where I could have not been here, you know? And so, um... And I think that that was because it was something very drastic. Mm -hmm. And so... I think you're a person that learns with drastic measures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that was something that was very drastic. And so that stuck, right? But mm -hmm. it stuck because it was something that was big. And mm -hmm. so I didn't take that, I guess, as like... That it was everything, you know? Mm -hmm. That was just like a huge thing to me. And I was like, okay, like of course it's going to affect people around me. Yeah. Um, and so for this, I kind of, in a sense, in the beginning had the same mentality, you know, it was like, I'm choosing to transition and this is what I want to do. And I just didn't realize as much of an effect it was going to have on everybody else mm -hmm. because it was me or my life. I was, you know what I mean? Type yeah. of thing. Um, and so I just had a hard time getting to that point to where I needed to be able to to be able to like take your guys's feelings mm -hmm. into consideration and I really take a step back yeah and I think to be honest at that time just like looking back and I don't know what I would do like I said and I've told you this before like I'm never gonna know what that's like or feeling that way or anything like I could not relate in the slightest besides like my body dysmorphia, you know, and like mm -hmm. my my struggles and stuff like that. But I guess to that extent, like I'm never gonna be able to relate. And so for me, you're just a very caring person and you're very you know this, you're you're a people pleaser. And I think yes, that has very drastically changed now, but even back then it was one of those things that like you would put any of your needs on the backboard to spare someone's feelings yeah and so I think now looking back at it and seeing that it was like a I can't care for how you feel I like and I've been there like now I've experienced that to where it's like it's not that I don't care it's just that I can't care for how you feel and how you 
are taking this big thing that I need to do because yeah. if I do then I might rethink my yeah. my things and I might rethink my decision and I think now like, like I said now looking back at it like I can see like an aspect of why and why it was taken up that way and everything but it in that moment you know like, yeah. you don't start no. to and I think you're like when you say that you're 100% right when because when I was in that position um you know like I said it was already hard enough for me to be like this is what I want to do mm -hmm. and so because of that and then I would see you know the effects of what it had on other people you mm -hmm. know the days that you were sad or um the days that you would a, a memory would pop up and you would hear my voice and you would just start bawling you know mm -hmm. like I wanted to be able to comfort you in those moments that you were crying and you were mourning me but at the same time it was also hard to be in that position because I was sitting there holding somebody that was crying mourning somebody that I didn't like being yeah you know mm -hmm. and so when I would see not just you but my mom and other mm -hmm. people feeling those emotions I felt guilty and I mm -hmm. felt bad yeah you know and because I felt that way and because I am very much a people pleaser and do care about the way I make other people feel mm -hmm. um there was times that I did question myself you mm -hmm. know and there were times that I was just like do I just stop now Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, yes, I've started, I'm not that far into it, though, like, do I stop now, mm -hmm. you know? And I really had to push myself past that, and I really had to put myself first in that aspect. Mm -hmm. As much as I knew that I was hurting the closest people around me and the people that meant the most to me, I had to choose me Yeah. in this specific thing. Yeah, and I guess in those situations, it was one of those things where, like, you can't be everything to everyone, you know, like as much as it was hurting us and everything and we went through those emotions like it was one of those things to where you didn't need to be the relief you know mm -hmm. like and i guess again looking back at it it makes sense like if you're causing the pain you can't be the relief in that moment you know yeah and so and you like wanted so badly to make us feel better about it that we were and I think I even told you that a couple of times towards the end where I was like I don't need like I know that I'm not trying to hurt your feelings and I know this might come off wrong but I don't need you to make me feel better in this moment like you are not helping right now yeah you know like and I know that that was like hard to hear but it was one of those things like you know like it's just it wasn't making anything better because like I said like yeah, for, for me, I was always trying to, like, like you said, make you guys feel mm -hmm. better or trying to do little things to kind of lighten the situation mm -hmm. or do whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I remember you telling me that, and it wasn't that you were, you know, trying to hurt my feelings or come off rude or anything like that. But also, it kind of, you, I'll, and I, I'll remember it for forever, but I remember you telling me, like, it it's not even necessarily like I don't need your comfort. I just need you to let me go through the motions of the actual transition, mm -hmm. you know. And because I was so concerned on the way that you guys felt and because I could see all of how you guys were feeling. Again, like you guys, I think for me it was the hardest with you and my mom and mm -hmm. maybe even my grandma. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, for everybody else, it, I knew it was hard. And, and probably, and Danny too, you know, I would say the majority of the girls in my life. And so, you know, with that, it was, the girls? Yeah. <laughs> it, that, that was, you know, hard because I didn't realize that it was just the process of the fact that you guys needed to go through those emotions, yeah. you know, and it didn't matter how much I was going to comfort you or how much I was there for you in those situations. Like it, we were still gonna go through you were still going to go emotions. through. Yeah. And it was going to be the same thing regardless mm-hmm. of what I did. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know about like for your mom and like Danny and them. Right. But for me, it was just, it was harder to have you try to help. Right. Because I also knew that, like, you didn't want to see me sad because, like you said, like, you, you're seeing this person be upset over something that doesn't make you upset. Like, it it makes the complete opposite, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you're thrilled about this, and now you're having to comfort this person that is completely opposite and is devastated over this. And so, it's just, for me, it was hard because I wanted to express the way I felt and I wanted to just feel, but I felt like I had to restrict myself from yeah. feeling those things if you were around, right? Because again, like you're trying to help and everything, but it, it's, you, you're the one that's yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was just hard. And yeah, like it was kind of like in the beginning where it was, it was just like stubbornness and hard headedness to where, we just needed to be validated again. Like I think with anything, like even with the the stuff that like you had a hard time with and like we had to fix and everything and like had to sit down and have conversations at the end of the conversations, all of us just want to feel validated and all of us just want to feel like we are, like our opinions matter, you know, and the way that we're feeling matters. And so once that happens, like we're not pushing against the tide, you know, it's like you said, like, we were going to feel that way anyways, yeah, you know? Regardless, yeah. So, like, pushing against that is just going to make it worse. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think, like, if there's one thing of advice that I could give, like, other people that are going through the transition and stuff like that is just being open to that process and knowing that, like, your closest people, they're also going through something. Mm-hmm. And, like, as much as you want to be able to be there for them and comfort them, like you're doing this for you and you just need to stick with that and also the people that are around you it's not that they don't love you or don't support you Mm -hmm. you know that they're also going through something and I and I guess I I have to kind of change that phrasing because there are people that go through transitions where you know their families are completely against it and they don't Mm -hmm. have that support at all yeah and so I think in those situations for those specific people I think Mm -hmm. it's just the best advice that I could give them is just being true to yourself and regardless of whether the people around you don't accept it or not, like at the end of the day, like you're doing this for you yeah, and you just need to go with it, you know? Yeah. And, and I, there's I, always support. There's always going to be support with resources. friends or other yeah. people. Yeah. And I did express that, you know, in my last episode, but for the people that do have that support system that is close to them and, and things like that, I think it, it is super important to be mindful that, you know, they are going through Mm -hmm. a huge transition with you. Mm -hmm. And to also keep in mind that it is hard for them to understand and wrap their head around because, you know, like we had spoken earlier, 
um, you, you, you would, you know, be sad and you would mourn because you, you were, you were missing the person that you fell in love with and, and traits of me and stuff like that. And then also at the same time, you're trying to be supportive for me, but then, you know, I had days where I wasn't happy with myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, you're, you would question yourself a lot because you're, you're mourning and trying to be there and support and trying to go through all these emotions. But at the same time, you're like, are we doing this for nothing? Mm -hmm. You know? And so I think just going into that and just having to be mindful of that situation and really know that like, they're not just mourning somebody and trying to understand the transition and trying to be supportive, but they're also seeing the person they love go through a lot of emotions and mm -hmm. a lot of ups and downs. And like, that's not, it, that's not an easy thing to see. Yeah. You know, if you go through the physical changes mm -hmm. and the mental things, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of the times in the beginning, I, you know, I already have depression and I have anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there were a lot of low points in my transition where, um, I got to a point where I questioned whether I still wanted to be here or not. Yeah. Is this worth going through? Mm -hmm. Is it worth it to me to stick through the results to, mm -hmm. to see if I'm going to be okay? What if I, what if I do go through this whole process and I'm not okay and mm -hmm. I just, I'm not happy and I don't want to be here. You know, yeah. that was always a fear of mine mm -hmm. because of my depression. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, there, there were a lot of lows and I think that, you know, that is hard for your loved ones to see, mm -hmm. especially because they do know that you're wanting to make such a big decision for you, but then they also see you struggling the way that you're struggling. Mm -hmm. And that's just hard to kind of, wrap your head around you know yeah. and in my case you know I was able to be strong enough to be able to get through that and to be able to you know come out on top and feel mm -hmm. the way that I feel now but that's not everybody's situation and not everybody's circumstance you know yeah um I mean I think for us it was also hard because I think um I think one of the things that we looked up the most together at the beginning of the transition was like, do couples even stay together? Yeah. Right. That was like a huge um, concern. Yeah. And so I think for me it was, and I was, I think as transparent as I could be in the beginning, it was something that like, I was, it was the same thing, you know, like I couldn't promise you anything and I couldn't mm -hmm. like, but I also, like I said, like, I know who you are. And so I, I knew that, you know, I wanted to be there and I wanted to support you and I wanted to do everything, but I also couldn't commit myself to something that like, I didn't know who this person was going to be, you know, like who, mm -hmm. like, am I going to like this person at the end of this transition? Am I going to feel the same? Am I going to, you know, like, what is that going to consist of? And so for me, I think I tried being as transparent as I was. And even like being bluntly honest with you and being like, look, like I can't promise you that I'm going to stay and that this relationship is going to work, but I can promise you that I can love you and I can support you until, you know, whenever, you know, yeah. like I'm here to love you and I'm here to support you. I will always do that, but I can't promise this relationship to yeah. like come to like not to come to an end or anything like that, you know? Yeah, and I think that's important to, like, keep in mind, you know, for people that are going through a transition that do have a partner. Because for me, I know that, you know, I think that if there's one thing about our relationship, and it's always been that since the beginning, is 
your transparency and the way that you're just very upfront and you know if there's conversations like you just tell it how it is and so with that um you know you did that from the beginning and that was something that we did consistently look up and we um would try would try to find you know and it it was a very low percentage as far as people that would also like make it through their transition Mm -hmm. I also remember like looking that up and trying to look for like resources not necessarily like just other podcasts that talk Mm -hmm. about it or um YouTube videos Mm -hmm. things like that and um there wasn't really a lot of resources out there when it came no. to that. At least mm-hmm. in my experience, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of people that spoke on that. Yeah. And there, so... I mean, I think there still isn't very much resources when it comes to, like, handling your relationship. Like, not just your romantic relationship, but, like, all of your relationships. I think most of them, as they should, you know, focus as, on their own progress and their own transition. But I think if you do have that support and even if you don't like you need to be able to handle all that outside Mm -hmm. mostly in the society that we do live in like sadly there's a lot of judgmental people out there and we need to be able to learn how to navigate those things and have those conversations and be able to you know table it out and not have it be an argument not have it be a discussion not have it alter the way that you are doing your own decisions and your own feelings, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, like, like we said, there, there weren't, there weren't like a lot of, there wasn't a high percentage of Mm -hmm. of people as far as like when we did do research. And I remember, you know, not too long ago, I did, I did look up, you know, trying to, uh, you know, like other videos, things like that and tried to see if there was like any updated stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, just out of curiosity. And they're like, there really isn't a lot of people that speak on it. And so I think that is super important to keep in mind, you know, when it comes to, um, when you do have a partner or, um, and somebody who is close to you in that aspect, because as much as you were transparent about that situation and you were just like, look, like there is going to be a ton of changes and I can't commit to that. Like I'm, I can commit that I want to be with you right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what that's going to look like in three, four months from now. Mm-hmm. And for me, even though you were very transparent with me, that for me, it was very hard to hear. Definitely. Because at that point, like I said, I was just like, I'm me. Mm-hmm. What's going to change? Like, what could yeah. possibly change? And like, I'm still the same person. Yeah, you know, you and I would always say, say that. that to me. You'd be like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you feel the same about yeah. me? And like, and I think that was again part of me being stubborn you know because i was thinking about the fact that i'm still me and stuff mm-hmm. like that but i wasn't taking in accountability like that all those things were going to change mm-hmm. you know like the physical i was going to change and i think at then my expectations were just very high you know like i think it is also very easy to get lost in a lot of like social media things and things that you see and like you see other couples that have made it through transitions and like you hear other people like speak on their partners and like oh I loved them the whole time and like Mm -hmm. some people just make it seem so easy right but that's not necessarily that that's 
like a facade because I'm sure that there are couples to where it really was just yeah. a process for mm-hmm. them. But everybody's very much different. You know, for all we know, their situation, they could have been pansexual mm-hmm. and they just like who they like and that mm-hmm. didn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. That, but that wasn't what our situation mm-hmm. consisted of. But I think that that was my expectation. Mm-hmm. I just had like an expectation was that you were in love with me and that we were happy and, that, and that was gonna, that was going to be enough to pull us mm-hmm. through you know but yeah. i didn't take in count like later on and mm-hmm. that i was born a female and you fell in love with a girl and you also were attracted to females mm-hmm. like you know not just you that like i and... knew that i i think for me it was a more like rational and logical choice to where it was like you will be a different person regardless, mm-hmm. right? And so that, for me, my mind was just like, period. You know, you're going to be a different person, period. Yeah. Um, physically, mentally. And so I think for me it was more of like, yeah, like I said, like, am I going to like this person? Am I going to be okay with this person? And I, like you said, I think at the beginning you had that, perception I don't know if you still have that perception of like love is enough and love is gonna you know do everything but for me sorry for me it was it wasn't like that and I still don't change my thinking in that to where like I don't think love is enough you know like if I'm not happy if I'm not if it's not truly working you know as much as I love you like it's it's just not enough you know and so I would try to get you to understand like even if this doesn't work out I'm still gonna love you like I'm not gonna love you maybe in the way that you want me to love you Mm. but I'm gonna love you and I'm gonna support you regardless yeah just I can't promise you this and then not give it to you it's just gonna make you feel even worse you know yeah yeah and I think like a part of me like I said uh, we get lost in a lot of like social media things and things like Mm -hmm. that to where you kind of like have these expectations of what love should be or what love should look like you know um and I think for a lot of the time um I kind of lived in kind of like I guess how you would say like a fairy tale you know like Mm -hmm. I always expected love to be a specific way or Mm -hmm. I pictured it to be a specific way um and but now that I look back on it I feel like at a point that a part of that maybe had to do with my childhood and kind of the example that I did have you know yeah, um, with like my parents you know mm-hmm. and um not just that but then I also had the opposite example on my mm-hmm. dad's side and I didn't really see consistency as far as relationships or what that kind of consisted of and I never Mm -hmm. got to see my parents together either yeah and so I think there was very much like a want of there was so much like more of a need or desire of that love because I think in some aspects of my life even though I had a very good example as far as parents when it came to my mom and my stepdad Mm -hmm. um I also feel like at a point because I never got to see my parents together or because of the experiences that I had with my dad um and at some point you know feeling neglected or not getting that attention um that I felt like I needed as a child like I craved that more as an adult right Mm -hmm. and when I was getting that type of love 
the majority of the time when I was growing up and I look back on my situations and I felt like I was so in love with this person or because of that, it was just that feeling that I was getting that it was like a high an adrenaline rush that of this craving uh, that I hadn't had, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout my childhood or whatever that because I was getting it, then that was like everything to me. Right. Mm -hmm. But now like when I'm older and I'm married and I look back on it, I'm like, what, what was I even thinking? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, those things are just like it was just very much lust and getting lost in those situations and and things like that Mm -hmm. to where like now experiencing that as an adult and really like seeing what that consists of it's it's just way different Mm -hmm. so um i guess so as far as you know besides like the stuff that we've spoke on so far what would you say it is there anything specific that was like you think the hardest thing out of the transition like if you had to pick one thing that was the hardest thing for you out of the whole thing what what would that be or do you just think it was just all hard and that was that it was all hard I think for me it was just honestly like you going against the grain of like you just being so stubborn and hard-headed and stuck in your bubble, which, I, again, I understand, but I think sometimes you can take that to the extreme. Yeah. And so, for me, yeah, I think it was just, like, it was so hard to get through to you yeah. in those aspects. And so, I with that now and being, like, how I was in the beginning versus, I, I guess you would say now, how does that look like for you? Like, experience-wise, is it more enjoyable or kind of I mean because the reality of it is is like yeah I mean we're almost four years in but like there's still things that are drastically changing Mm -hmm. you know even physical even you know with other things there's just so many things I think um when it comes to like the mentality and things like that Mm -hmm. those things have kind of just like leveled out you know I think that those things may change very slightly but it's not gonna be like something huge Mm -hmm. but like physically wise like the I feel like that just hasn't stopped you know mm-hmm. that's just like ongoing consistency yeah I mean no I think now it's a lot more enjoyable and everything I think for me it's yeah I think I'm a little more used to it now yeah um do you feel like now like you express you know like with me working out and things like that the, the process for you now is it is it more enjoyable what do you mean to because before like you had a harder time and so now you know like seeing physical changes or like things that I am happy about there's there's not so much like and I don't I mean I don't really know what that consists of or what it's like for you because I feel like it's been a while since we've spoke on it but you know before we would speak about things and things were very emotional you would cry and you know when we would get you know like memories would pop up Mm -hmm. and when you would see a memory you would cry and things like that and I like you just said you you still do cry but I don't feel like it's as often like it's very seldom that I'll see you see like an old video and you're like oh my god you know and even then it's kind of like that it's not like (laughs) you you know it's a very sarcastic right and so I mean yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't know, I guess it's, like, exactly like a death, as crappy as that is to say, like, 
you know, you don't necessarily cry about someone that passed away, yeah. like, all the time after four years, you know? But, like, yeah, you still miss them here and there. It's kind of like that grieving You process. remind them. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just exactly the same. But, like, I feel like now, just the way that I personally kind of try to navigate myself through that is to where, like, I don't know, I kind of no longer see you as that person. Mm. Like, before it was very mixed, right? Like, it was very... You were you were still kind of that person, and you were still like I had traits of like a new person, but I also did. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like now, I I don't see you as that person anymore. Like I don't feel like at all anymore. It's very random that I see that, and I I think I've even told you that before. To where I'm like, yeah, like it just it's weird to even think about like back in the day when we make fun of like <laughs> you used to dance hip hop and like crump and stuff. And, like, yeah, when I think about it, That's I think about picture. you, yeah. like, right now, oh, yeah, yeah. a man, like, a man, fucking <laughs> crumping and doing all this, and then you point it out, you're like, well, no, when I was <laughs> doing that, I was this scrawny little girl with long hair <laughs> and making these ugly faces, and you were, like, a skeleton. So, like, <laughs> thinking that now, it's just, like, super funny, you know, yeah. like, it is... It's just two different people. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's funny to like think back on that process and really like, like picture that, it. But, you know, yeah. Like, I feel like if you were to tell anybody else that, like, oh, I used to do hip hop back in the day, they're gonna think about you, like probably a smaller you. Especially people now. that don't know me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, they're gonna think about a smaller you, you know, doing hip hop. And but no, that's not reality. Like, it was a completely. <laughs> Completely yeah. different, you know. And it's just, you know, it's super silly to me to kind of just think about it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's not picture that. <laughs> uh, You're going to throw up a little picture right here <laughs> of you. Just... Um, so if you had any advice for, like, any other listeners that are listening out there on, um, like, the other side as far as like going through the transition with somebody, what is like one piece of advice that you would give those people? Um, be extremely open. Just don't feel like you can't talk about it, talk about it. Like there's no reason why not to talk about it. Like if, whether it's the smallest thing or the biggest thing, whether it's a concern or you feel like it's gonna be an issue or something bring it up like it's gonna be so much better to get it off of your chest and have a conversation about it to just be holding it in and like it's gonna be killing you you know like yeah if you can do it do it if you can't don't like don't push yourself yeah and I think uh you just touching on that a little bit I think that that's super important you know like you you mentioned like the way that you guys are feeling in the in these moments and stuff like that like your feelings are very valid you know Mm -hmm. and so to hold that in and bottle that up like it's going to create um I think a more like not a good situation you know you're gonna find yourself because you're not expressing the way that you feel and you're not allowing yourself to feel that way Mm -hmm. um it's gonna maybe at some point make you resent the person that is transitioning or 
you know, cause other issues down the road because Mm -hmm. you feel like you weren't able to speak to them about Mm -hmm. those things. And I think at at like one point there, there was a time that I felt like you did feel like that a little bit because Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't very open to talking about things Mm -hmm. or I was, but I I just shut it down, down. you know? And so, um, I think, you know, with that, like you said, if you can talk about it, do it you know mm-hmm. and it's important that you also just make sure that um you are that you are at least trying to talk about it regardless of whether the person is going to get upset or not like mm-hmm. I think it's important for you guys to be able to express yourself and get yeah. those, those feelings out yeah and I mean I think that would be like way all around for like anyone that is being a part of any transition like that I think for like in the romantic aspect I think my best advice would be trying to set your boundaries like we mentioned earlier when it was an issue and it like it was upsetting for me and it was just like the beginning and everything like set don't be afraid to set your boundaries like it's not going to make anything better if you're both overstepping each other's boundaries Mm -hmm. like for me you trying to comfort me and make me feel better and hug me and like be there for me while I'm crying you know, like, that wasn't helping, and so I needed to be honest and open and set my boundaries of, like, look, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but, like, you're not helping, you know, I don't need your help right now, I can either help myself or I can ask somebody else for help, but your help is not needed right now, as much as, like, and you can be very, I mean, I, I feel like I come off a very, sometimes rude in the way that I speak, so I do say that in the beginning, like, look, look, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or anything, but, you know, this is, this is what it is, um, you can definitely say it nicer than that, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just like one thing, you know, and I think for a lot of people that might be an issue to where they want to make those people feel better and everything, but realistically, like that's just not your job in that moment. Yeah. I think boundaries is a super important thing, especially like not just when it comes to like the emotional side of things, also like the physical side of things. And because, you know, going into that process and stuff like that very much the person that's going through the transition sometimes they don't understand again it's all changes that they're wanting but that doesn't necessarily mean that those are all changes that their partner is wanting Mm -hmm. and so for me that was something kind of hard to you know understand or wrap my head around but I think that when it comes to the physical part that's also very important too because it's important for the person that's not going through the transition to set those boundaries like if they're feeling uncomfortable or if there is some changes that are happening that they just don't feel okay with at that moment and I think it's important to be able to the person that is going through the transition to take that into consideration Mm -hmm. because as much as you want those changes it is a process and eventually if that person's going to be okay with you, it's they're going to be okay with you because you're allowing them to have that time to themselves to mm-hmm. be able to process things and to be able to get to a safe spot. It's all change. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think for me on my end, the best advice that I could give people that are actually going through the transition and kind of going through that process is, um, you know, to the same thing, to be transparent and to to um take those things into consideration and as much as you're doing this for you and these are changes you want you can hold to that Mm -hmm. and really ride that out through to the end but also don't put people on the back burner because 
you know, those are people that care about you and those are people that are going to be close to you. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, when you make it through that transition, mm-hmm. those are going to be the people yeah. that are on the Don't let end. yourself get disrespected, but also yeah. like, it's constructive criticism. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that that's important. And so hopefully, you know, that with the advice that we have been able to just share and being able to talk about things like this, this will hopefully help um, both both parties, um, people that are going through it and also the people that have transitioned. Um, and next week, um, we'll kind of go, um, into a little bit more. Um, we'll probably bring on, I'm thinking my mom this next time and kind of see what, uh, what her experience was that be prepared. Cause that one probably will be, a, a emotional, but, um, it's gonna be a doozy. <laughs> but I am excited to talk about it. Um, you know, it's not something that me and my mom speak about a lot. And so it will be interesting to kind of just see her perspective and kind of how she feels now. And, um, I'm just curious as to far as, uh, what this process has been like for her and kind of what that experience has been seeing me like the man that I am today, you know, cause that is yeah. not something that we talk about a lot. So, um, I do know that she's proud of me, <laughs> but she's always kind of, you know, uh, been proud of me. I'm a mama's boy. So, mm. but, um, but so that will be what, uh, next week's episode consists of. And other than that, thanks for tuning in. And I hope that you guys got something out of this episode. Peace out.